This episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast is brought to you by Rich's Billiards, 5815 Weber, not your average heroes. The legend continues, and we continue on with WrestleMania week, and we still got two episodes left. This episode right here is all about night one of Res- night two of WrestleMania, which we will continue on. And then the following episode, we're going to do not one, but two parts to the next, to the WrestleMania week. I was going to originally have one episode being Raw, the night after WrestleMania, and then one being NXT, which is landing on Tuesday nights. Uh, but since, um, well... I can't really explain much of it. Let's just say that it wasn't exactly what I expected. But you're going to get both the NXT and the Raw review on the next episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast immediately after this episode. So just to give you a little preview of what's about to happen, here's a little sneak peek of what's about to happen. Let's see if we can get there if you don't mind. Yes. Yes, right here. Here's a special look about what's about to happen this coming Tuesday, even though it's Wednesday, but this coming Tuesday on NXT on USA. This has to be it. The Capitol Wrestling Center is buzzing. Tuesday. Well, let's go. The whole world wants to see this. NXT will continue its trend in making history. Don't miss a minute of the action when NXT lays claim to their new night. This Tuesday, only on USA. Yep, if you had an opportunity to check out this past Tuesday night's NXT, you know that they are no longer on Wednesday nights, and they are now officially on Tuesday nights, which kind of makes this a whole lot better for the main event, which means now I'll be able to watch Tuesday nights of um, Tuesday nights of NXT and Wednesday nights of AEW. Oh, joy. <laughs> but anyways, okay, guys, let's get into, well, actually, you know what? Yeah, let's get right into this, if you don't mind. Um, let's talk about um, what's about to happen here, because we've discussed night one. We've talked about how that was a great event, everything from the match between Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley to the insane... Um, to the insane match between Cesaro and Seth Rollins, which was the show stealer right there, the steel cage match with Shane McMahon and Braun Strowman, and also the match that was pretty much a, a, a game changer, and it's something that everyone is still talking about to this day, Bianca Belair becoming the new SmackDown Women's Champion. She defeated Sasha Banks on night one of WrestleMania. Now, let's get into night two, if you don't mind, and... Oh, man, I I, got to tell you guys. um, So, the first match, and and, and before we go ahead, before we go ahead and get into what's about to take place here, let me kind of, let me kind of give you all the results of what happened at night one. Um, Bobby Lashley defeated uh, Drew McIntyre via technical submission, for the technical submission, for the WWE Championship. Natalia and Tamina uh, move on to take on to take on the uh, women's tag team champions, which is going to happen 
uh, on this episode right here. Uh, also, Cesaro defeated Seth Rollins. AJ Styles and Omos defeated the New Day to become the brand new Raw Tag Team Champions. Braun Strowman defeated Shane McMahon in a steel cage. Bad Bunny and Damian Priest did an outstanding job as defe- uh, defeating The Miz and John Morrison. And then, of course, Bianca Belair won the SmackDown Women's Championship as she defeated Sasha Banks. Now... Now that we got those out of the way, the first matchup right here, Randy Orton versus The Fiend. Oh, boy. Where, oh, where, oh, where do I begin with this? Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, let me see if I can, I don't think I can do it, but uh, let me see if I can, shall we? So, I had an opportunity to look at what's, okay, here it is. Okay, so I had an opportunity, I looked at it, I saw what I saw, and I'm still in awe about what took place between Randy Orton and, um, between Randy Orton and The Fiend. So let me kind of give you the scenario of all this stuff. First, The Fiend gets burned at TLC, and then we keep expecting in the past couple of months for The Fiend to return, and he doesn't return until Fastlane. And then Fastlane, he shows up. Randy Orton gets pinned by Alexa Bliss, which I still feel he got buried. But don't worry, that's over and under the bridge, unfortunately. So that's already out the window. So, let's see. Uh, As a matter of fact, I'm looking into my WrestleMania through my Peacock. So now, let me see if we can get to the part where we see the beginning of the match. The beginning of the match was... How do I put this delicately? It was bizarre. It was very, very bizarre. So, right here on the main event talk, as we get an opportunity to check out WrestleMania, this is night two of WrestleMania, and I'm streaming this on my laptop computer, and this they're showing this right now. Uh, I'm sh- Well, it's not showing this right now, but I'm showing this on my laptop computer. Now, uh, I cannot see WrestleMania through my... Uh, to my fire stick because there's only a uh, certain availability and everything else like that. I think I can get it on Apple TV, which I can connect it to if I can. So we'll get to that in just a moment. Let's see if we can. Okay, because I wanna I wanna kind of give you a little play by play action here because this is just it is. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I I made the prediction that Randy Orton was gonna win. And it and it happened just like that, but the way it came out was unbelievable. Um, I I mentioned the fiend could possibly win the match; it, it could possibly happen, but I don't see it happening just yet. So let's see if we can. Okay, we're right about. Okay. So I'm watching this right now, and as it's taking place, um, I'm watching. The beginning of the match, they're showing the whole thing that that took place and everything with... Okay. Cool. Alright, now. Okay. Alright, we're getting getting into this right now. So now, alright. Watching the very beginning of the matchup. Now, Randy Orton had already did his entrance music right now. This is an exclusive right here at the Main Event Talk Podcast. You're going to get an opportunity to not only here but you're going to like kind of feel exactly what I'm feeling right here 
on this episode because this is just the most bizarre. I mean, I'm, I'm still... This was the beginning of the match of night two. Like I said, night one was amazing. Night two was completely... I mean, I don't, I don't know how to describe it other than the fact that it was just... It was just... I don't know how to, how to describe it. There we go. Okay, here we go. So, uh, I think we're almost at the end of the promo here. Okay, it's kind of it's kind of delaying right now, but I'm trying to get right into what I need to talk about here. Uh, here we go. Okay. Now, in the very beginning of this, the fiend is coming out, and and you're gonna kind of see where this is going here. Fiend is all charcoaled up. He looks like he's wearing a trench coat. He's coming this way. And then all of a sudden, like, he just completely transformed himself back into the old Fiend. And when that happened, I was just like, are you fucking insane? Randy Orton has this look on his face. And then, as usual, when the Fiend comes out, the lights turn off. And it's very bizarre watching this. I mean, and this is all taking place at WrestleMania. I kept hearing something about a spectacular entrance that the Fiend was going to come out of. Alexa Bliss comes out in this. Randy Orton's looking pissed off, and Alexa Bliss is just acting like a 12-year-old kid. Pretty much. Now, you're going to hear the commentary on this as well. Because there, there was this one part that everyone was talking about that sounded very stupid to me. I admit that it sounded stupid when I heard it. Okay, so as we turn around, the camera shows. What the hell is that? Yeah, it's uh... It's a big jack-in-the-box. Imagine a big jack-in-the-box on the side of the rig. Randy Orton is all wondering what the fuck. Alexa Bliss is... About to turn the uh, turn the knob, if you will. This gets interesting. My first thought is, you know, he's coming out of the box, right? Here we go. Whoa. Comes the fiend from the box. Oh, what a surprise. This is an exclusive right here in the main event time. I'm 
getting a chance to give you guys my commentary. I'm not going to do the full match. I'm just going to show you the beginning of the entrance. Don't get me wrong. I, I think the song's badass. This part anyway. And I just find... Yeah, he closes the door. I just find it so funny that the fans are getting into this. And I'm like, how can you get into this fucking guy? You've got a guy like Randy Orton, who's been a 13-time world champion, who's a star in his own right, and you've got this guy, Bray Wyatt, coming out in the mask, playing all these mind games, and, you know, and the good thing is, we're not going to see a Firefly Funhouse match take place at WrestleMania, thank fucking God. And the Fiend with a clothesline, and the Fiend has been restored. Same momentarily, Randy Orton was understandably frozen in time with this. Okay, so the matchup right here, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna kind of lower the volume down here a little bit. So the matchup was happening right now as I'm looking at this. Okay, so uh, the Fiend comes out, goes ahead and attacks Randy Orton and does what he does, snaps his neck right here. Yep, that's what happens, snaps his neck. Now, the, ne the thing that I heard, the biggest rumor that I've been hearing, and I think I mentioned this on my main event talk podcast, where I said... And I quote, there is a possibility of of Randy Orton losing to The Fiend quickly. And I, I mean a squash match. And that's just like, are you fucking insane? You're kidding, right? Okay, so check this out. Uh, right here, exclusive. I'm going right to the end of the matchup right here because there's another part here that we're about to talk about. Yeah, but Orton's down to, to both knees, trying somehow to fight out of this. And the Fiend now okay, looking for Sister right Abigail. As he has the Sister Abigail, all of a sudden, oh. fire stringing out, and then on that same jack-of-the-box comes Alexa Bliss, and she is what in the hell? There's all sorts of black. There's no other way to describe it except black blood. Listen to the crowd. And now Orton from behind with an RKO. RKO. And a cover by Orton. And a hook to the leg. And Orton is slaying the feed. Ray Wyatt loses to Randy Orton that quickly by an RKO. Now, don't get me wrong, I was very, very happy when that shit happened. The confusion of all this, and I'm giving it to you right here in the main event talk. Randy leaves the ring. All that's left is the fiend. Alexa on top of the on top of the jack of the box. Trying to figure out exactly, okay, what the fuck's going on here? And you can hear the crowd right now, and they are just extremely upset with what's going on. Re I really don't know what to make of this. This is just... So everything disappears, right? Everything disappears. It's all black. We're wondering what the fuck is next. And then about maybe a minute later, 
the lights pop back on and a wide shot of the entire arena and listen to the crowd listen to the crowd So, like, and, and, and like I said, this is an exclusive. You'll never hear this anywhere but here on the Main Event Talk podcast. So, the matchup was unbelievably stupid. I'm glad Randy Orton won. I really am. And, and you know my personal reasons as to why. I've got nothing against The Fiend. The problem is just that this whole thing, and everyone's been talking about this, It nothing made sense. What was the point of all that? And... Uh, and I know some idiot's gonna go ahead and give me an analysis and tell. Well, Furman, this is what happened. And if and if you're the intelligent wrestling fan that you are, you would know where this is going. No, I know where this is going. It's going to fucking toilet. All right. But let me and let me also give you a little bit of an analysis of what I think is going to happen. This feud with Randy Orton and and the Fiend is officially over. It's out the window, so apparently there's supposed to be some sort of storyline happening between these two. So apparently, Alexa Bliss is turning heel. Um. Uh, they've been trying to make Bray Wyatt a babyface, and I know what everyone's thinking. How do you turn an evil man like Bray Wyatt into a babyface? If you can turn The Undertaker into a babyface, if you can turn Stone Cold Steve Austin into a babyface, if you can turn Ric Flair into a babyface, if you can turn any guy that has been a bad guy for too long into a babyface, you can turn The Fiend into a fucking babyface! You stupid morons! But... Oh, that was, it's really nothing to say at this point. But your winners, nonetheless, uh, the, your winner, Randy Orton. He he wins his match against, <laughs> oh my God, it's <laughs> unbelievable. It, Okay, I was uh, just looking through something through my phone here, but that's all right. I think um, I might have some... Okay, I'm not, I might be having some trouble over here, but that's okay. But let me see. Um, there's another matchup here. The next matchup coming up is uh, Nia Jax going one on... Uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler defending their Raw Women's Tag Team titles. And they defend their titles up against... Um, uh, Nia Jax, uh, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler defend against um, Natalia and what you call it, uh, Natalia and Tamina. Now, they won the tag team turmoil match that happened last night. That happened on on uh, night one, and night two they get an opportunity at the tag team titles. Um, uh, well, I'm not going to suspense with the formalities about this matchup. It was just completely insane. Um, I'll, I'll tell you who won the match. Uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler won the match. I really thought in my hardest of hearts that Natalia was going to actually win. Natalia and Tamina, especially Tamina, because everybody was cheering for Tamina all the way. Because this was this was one of those um, underground, uh, those underdog moments where someone that has been in the company for a very, very long time and has never won a championship now gets an opportunity. Natalia has had many opportunities, has won many championships before, and now it's about time for somebody else to get the shine. And unfortunately, that shine didn't come out the way it did, so unfortunately, you know, we it is what it is. So your winners, Natalia 
I'm sorry. Uh, your winners, uh, Shayna Baszler and uh, Nia Jax, they retain their tag team titles at night two of WrestleMania. Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, congratulations on retaining the Women's Tag Team Championships. How does this moment feel on the grandest stage of them all? How many people, Nia, how many people do you know that actually have a dream, get discredited, and hate it on and still go out and do exactly their dream. Uh, let me think. Uh, you? Me? Two. I know two. 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 A dream come true. And what's next for you both? Continue uh, the road of domination, making sure everybody knows that this is the best tag team ever in the face of this women's division. All right, bye, Elise. We gotta go. We gotta celebrate. Okay, congratulations go out to Natalia. I'm I'm going out to Nia Jax. I'm sorry, and Shayna Baszler for retaining the Raw, uh, the Women's Tag Team Titles. And all I know is uh, I'm hoping they lose those titles very very soon. And it's nothing personal. It's just the fact that it just needs to happen. Okay, it just needs to happen. Anyways, let's get to the next matchup, and this is the next one that. Um, much like the Cesaro Seth Rollins match, this one stole the show in every way possible. Here we go. Um, where is it? I thought I saw it here somewhere. No, I don't see it here. Um, damn it, it was here somewhere. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, oh, here we go. The next matchup was for, uh, as I mentioned earlier about another show stealer, uh, Kevin Owens going one-on-one -on -one against Sami Zayn with Paul Logan over there. Um... I don't understand the significance behind Paul Logan being there. He's just there. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn have always faced off against each other for so many years. Um, this was a match that I knew would steal the show, just like what happened with Cesaro and uh, Seth Rollins. And do you find it funny that the two show-stealing uh, show matches that happened at WrestleMania had to have been from former Ring of Honor superstars. What does that tell you? Cesaro, who used to be known as... Um, uh, he he was known by another uh, another name. Not Antonio Cesaro. He used to be known by another name. Uh, Cueto or something like that. Uh, Tyler Black, who we know as Seth Rollins. Uh, Kevin Owens, who was known as Kevin Steen. And then, of course, El Generico is uh, Sami Zayn. All former Ring of Honor superstars developing their craft at WrestleMania. So this match with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn stole the show, was tremendous, digged everything about it, and it didn't it didn't need to be anything else other than the wrestling match. Kevin Owens won the match with a stunner, beat Sami Zayn once again in the middle of the ring, and then um, the whole thing with Paul Logan and... Sami Zayn, I'm not sure what happened, and those two were just having a little conflict. Sami Zayn gets pushed. Logan Paul holds Kevin Owens' hands up in the air, and then all of a sudden, well, uh, Logan Paul paid for it, and he paid for it in a very, very huge way by getting stunned at the hands of Kevin Owens. So your winner of the match, Kevin Owens, for winning the matchup against Sami Zayn. Uh, I don't know how many times we've seen Sami Zayn lose 
to Kevin Owens. And it's nothing new. It's pretty much uh, another day at the office for Kevin Owens. And especially when it takes place in the grandest stage of them all, WrestleMania. Let's hear some comments from Kevin Owens from night two of WrestleMania. What a match. Does it ever get old beating Sami Zayn? And Leaves, do you mind if I take the microphone? Thank you. In December of 2002, I met Sami Zayn for the first time. And from that point on, we started wrestling each other all over the world. We did this uh, hundreds, hundreds of times. We really have. What I said on night one of WrestleMania during that weather delay thing is 100% true. And I still stand by what I said. I think you'd be hard-pressed to find two individuals in this industry that were looked down on and talked down to more than us. It would be difficult. And I, I mean, there's been a lot of us, right? But man, how many times did we hear that you two will never make it to the show? And let me tell you something. Take a little step back for me. This. I'm pretty sure this is the show we were told we'd never make it to. And we just made it there together. And sure, we were rivals tonight. We were opponents. And the Sami Zayn that I've learned to love over the past two decades, and the Sami Zayn that the WWE Universe cared for for so long, the unmatchable athlete, one of the greatest performers in the world in those ropes. That's not the same guy I face tonight. But let me tell you from experience, because I just walked out of that ring with him, he's still incredible. And while beating the hell out of him felt great, like it always does, and while stunning him, hopefully back to reality, was one of the most amazing moments of my career, I insist on saying this. Sammy, thank you. And Logan Paul. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, some kind words from uh, Kevin Owens right there. Now, uh, I wanted to show you something else here, if I can go ahead and get this out of the way. We had uh, some comments from um, Kevin Owens just a few minutes ago. Now, uh, let's see if we can... And I, I want to decipher this, because this, this even confused the hell out of me, so... Um, let's get some comments from Sami Zayn, and I want everybody to listen to this because now this was after WrestleMania. Kevin Owens had already did his interview. We just heard it right here. Now here's the interview from Sami Zayn. I think you're gonna find this a bit. Um, I'm I'm kind of wondering where his head's at right now. Sammy. I just wanted to ask you a question. You know, obviously tonight didn't go as you hoped. But I wanted to ask you what your thoughts are and what your reaction is to what KO did to Logan Paul after the match. Your guest of honor. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to process any of this, if I'm being totally honest, because all of this seems a little surreal. You're saying Kevin pushed Logan Paul, right? Or he stunned him. What happened? Wait a minute. Logan Paul pushed me. <laughs> I feel it doesn't even feel real when I say these words out loud. You're, Logan Paul did push me, yeah? And then Kevin Owens did give him a stunner, yes? 
see on a on a conscious level I feel like I know that happened because I know I had a match with Kevin I know that because I, my body hurts I'm sweating I'm sure my hair is probably looking a little nutso I know I know I know on a cognitive level that that happened but I it doesn't feel like it did the whole thing was like an out-of-body experience because Logan Paul, you have to understand, Logan Paul was the missing piece to all of this. He was the influence that I needed to distribute my documentary to everyone because once he got all those eyes on it, everyone would see, do you understand? Everyone would see the conspiracy against me and everyone would say, oh my God, poor Sammy. They did him wrong. Poor, sorry, we're sorry, Sammy, we're sorry. You should get everything you deserve. That's what was supposed to happen. And instead... pushes me and I, I feel I feel his hands on my body but then it's like a blur it, it's like I'm watching it from above and it's like I know it's happening but I'm not sure it's happening I'm not sure if, if any of this is happening right now I don't know what to make of it I the match with Kevin Owens this thing with Logan Paul what Kevin did to Logan Paul, the fact that you're standing here right now. None of this feels real to me right now. None of this. None of you, 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 these lights. I don't know where I am right now. Maybe you come back and you ask me in a, an hour or two or a day or two. But right now, none of this feels like it's really happening. Ah. <sighs> Well, thank you for your time. Time. Time's a construct. Uh, I, I really don't know how to process that. That. <sighs> Sami Zayn was in a whole another world right there. So, um. Congratulations go out to uh, Kevin Owens for a tremendous matchup. And don't get me wrong, despite about what everything, how everything went down, um, a great match with Kevin Owens, great match with Sami Zayn. Uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. These two put on a, a, a tremendous performance. And uh, I'm just wondering what's going to happen next for Sami Zayn and also what's going to happen for... Uh, what's also going to happen for... Um, uh, Kevin Owens, you know, we'll see what happens, uh, next one, um, oh, and just to kind of, and I must apologize for this, because, um, I didn't give you the result of the predictions, now, we know Randy Orton defeated The Fiend, and my prediction was that Randy Orton, well, my actual prediction was going to be that The Fiend would win, but my personal feelings were Randy Orton was going to win, and it happened the way it did, uh, this one, the tag team titles, uh, Nia Jax, uh, and Shayna Baszler, um, defeated Natalia and Tamina. I wanted Natalia and Tamina to win the tag team titles. Uh, the next matchup that I was just went uh, this one. I just went with Kevin Owens. I just knew what was about to happen there. And of course, uh, you know it happened the way it did. The next matchup was for the United States Championship: um, Sheamus versus Matt Riddle. And I'm calling it Matt Riddle because I don't feel like calling him by Riddle because it sounds absolutely stupid. 
That's just my my call on it. Now, um, I'm just go ahead and get this out of the way. Sheamus is the new United States champion. He's won this championship for the, I believe, this is the second or third time that Sheamus has won the United States championship, and he wins it over at the grandest stage in the mall, WrestleMania. Um, good match. Uh, I wasn't really into it a whole lot, but it was good for what it is, you know. Um, no doubt we'll see something uh, along the future between these two, uh, somewhere down the road between Sami Zayn and I'm sorry, between Sheamus and Matt Riddle. Hopefully, a future rematch is coming very soon. Sheamus, congratulations! You say you're always ready for a fight, and you certainly That's were right, tonight Sarah. against Riddle. I'm always ready for a fight. You know, I've been the MVP of the Thunderdome for the last year, me. But did you realize it's been five years since I won my last WWE Singles Championship? Do you realize that? But guess what? That's okay. Because the drought is over. And the Celtic Warrior is back where he belongs. As the U United States Champion. That's right. The gold is over the shoulder. Sheamus one more time. And Riddle can cry those tears. Bloodied up. In a heap. His dreams shattered. But I warned you Riddle. I warned you. I told you. You are a bleeding disgrace in this championship. And I have put everything right. So from now on. The era of the Celtic Warrior has returned. And he is a champion. Just... As he should be. Congratulations, got to Sheamus for winning the United States Championship once again. He defeated Middle Riddle at WrestleMania. <laughs> okay, so now we get to the to the next part of the matchup. Uh, we go from one singles match to another one, and this one is for this one's for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, Apollo Crews going one-on-one -on -one against Big E. Now, as I mentioned on the last episode, I mentioned that my original plan, my original idea was for Apollo Crews to win the championship. But when I saw the, um, when I saw the promo that happened with, um, with Big E, I was impressed with the promo. He looked determined, he looked ready, and he looked like he was about to take down Apollo Crews once again at the grandest stage of them all, WrestleMania. So, uh, saw saw the match, a, a, a Nigerian drum fight. Okay, and I want to I want to give a big shout out to Jonathan Jonathan Chappelle, who's probably going to listen to this part right now because this was unquestionably the match was ridiculous. It, it, it was stupid in every way. A Nigerian drum fight. It's a no disqualification match. It's just another name for, you know, no disqualification. Instead of calling it a Nigerian street fight, you know, it's going to be, uh, instead of calling it a no disqualification, no count-out match, it's going to be a Nigerian drum fight, or it's going to be a street fight. It's going to be a, a Hellraiser's Edge night, or something like that. It's just absolutely ridiculous. But... My original prediction was that Apollo Crews was going to win the title, and he was going to win it in some way possible, and then I wanted to go with Big E, right? Because I thought that there was no way in the world that uh, that night, uh, I'm sorry, that, uh, what you call it, that Apollo Crews was going to be able to beat Big E over at Tampa Bay. But then something occurred during the matchup. Uh, as soon as Big E hit his finisher... And my thought was, that was it. It's over. It's out the window. Big E is still the Intercontinental Champion. And then all of a sudden, this big son of a bitch comes in. 
interferes in the match and somehow uh when I looked at him I had no idea who he was but he looked awfully familiar and apparently um this is the man formerly known as Dabakato. Now, for those of you that wonder who this Dabakato character is, I think I've mentioned him on my Main Event Talk podcast several months back. He was a part of the whole thing, the whole stupidity that is Raw Underground. And now he becomes apparently like a general or a, a lieutenant, uh, a captain of some kind uh, in his arsenal. So now... Apollo Crews goes ahead, takes the win. He is the new Intercontinental Champion. He defeats Big E with the assists of Dabakato. And I mean to say to say I didn't see that coming would be an understatement and I really didn't see it coming. I mean I was I I somehow was thinking Big E was going to do it and he was. He was going to take him down no matter what. But apparently they're giving the title to Apollo Crews. He's getting an opportunity to change himself. And, and honestly, he really needs to get out of that Nigerian accent stuff. He's not from Nigeria. We all know where he came from, right? He's from Texas. Well, not really, but I don't know. But anyways, um, let's get to some comments with uh, Apollo Crews and Dabakato. Go ahead. You can ask your question. Go ahead. Go ahead. You just won the Intercontinental Championship <laughs> with, with the help of your friend. Yeah. It does not matter. The fact is that I won the Intercontinental Champion. Look at the size of this man. But don't worry about that. You will find out who this is later. Right now, what matters is that Apollo Crews did exactly what he said he was going to do. And that is win. The Intercontinental Championship, I beat Big E in his hometown. I beat Big E in front of all his family, in front of everybody he played high school football with, in front of all of them. And the best thing about it is now... Now my ancestors can rejoice. Now my family can dance. I made them proud. And now I am the intercontinental champion. This one. Nigeria, your boy. Oh. This one is for Nigeria. Congratulations go out to Apollo Crews for winning the Intercontinental Championship. I mean... What, 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 what do you say to that? What do you say to that other than what the fuck? I win that's for Nigeria. You know, I fight Nigeria. Ah, whatever the fuck, dude. I swear to God. Okay. Um, but anyways, big congratulations go out to Apollo Crews for becoming the brand new Intercontinental Champion with the help of Dabakato. It took place. Duh. We saw it right there in front of the entire world. So. <laughs> Let's move on from the next matchup right here. Um, we're down to two matches. Uh, this is going to be for the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, this was going to be a, a, an interesting match. Um, Rhea Ripley going one-on-one against Oscar. Um, uh, the match was um, the match was pretty good. Um, it wasn't exactly like. Uh, a five-star level match. I mean, Asuka was uh, playing to her strengths, and uh, it, it seemed like everything was going according to plan. And Rhea, uh, Rhea uh, watching that match, uh, it was good. It was good for what it is, but it wasn't like as good as 
the SmackDown Women's Championship match that took place between Bianca Belair and um, Sasha Banks. Uh, that was historic. That was a much, much better match. But uh, this one, um, Asuka and, and Rhea Ripley, they put on a good show, but it, it was a, a pretty much like everyone has said, it's a clash of different styles, and that's what it was. Um, you had Asuka, who had the high offense uh, martial arts going for her, uh, and you kind of got the grounded pound of um, of Rhea Ripley. Now, that may fit in the UFC in every way possible, but this was a completely different element. But nonetheless, when the smoke clears, I made the prediction that Rhea Ripley was going to win the title, and it's exactly just that. Rhea Ripley wins the Raw Women's Championship for the very first time, and this kind of makes up for what happened at last year's WrestleMania because, as you know, Rhea Ripley had defended her NXT Women's Championship against Charlotte, and then Charlotte defeated her at WrestleMania 36. And now at WrestleMania 37, Rhea Ripley defeated Asuka to become Raw Women's Champion. And uh, big congratulations go out to her, and I'm really happy that she won it. This was her moment. This was her time, and this is what needed to happen at WrestleMania. Here's some comments from Rhea Ripley. Ripley, congratulations. You are the new Raw Women's Champion. Yeah. <laughs> Having a WrestleMania moment. And look at you, you have your own band. <laughs> How epic has this night been? Oh, the coolest. You guys were awesome. Hold on, everybody. Yeah, they're wearing my jackets from all my other matches. We got they support. They Absolutely. are repping the new Raw Women's Champion, The Nightmare. Yes. It was de certainly not a nightmare tonight for you. Absolutely, I'm sure, a dream. Definitely a dream for me tonight. Uh, since being a little kid, I've always wanted to be a part of WrestleMania, and I finally got my WrestleMania moment in front of a crowd. Um, it was super cool stepping out there and not only seeing the crowd and hearing their reactions, but seeing these guys out there with me. I loved every second of it. I was really trying to soak it all in and try not to cry, to be honest. Uh, well, <laughs> you did that opening night with God bless yeah. him. We did see that. But that pyro, the band, and see, oh, honestly... You came in to your debut on Raw, challenging Asuka tonight, and you walked away as the champion. How epic, and what is this moment like for you? It's absolutely insane, to say the least. I still can't get over that my first night on Raw, I challenged Asuka, the Raw Women's Champion, to a championship match at WrestleMania. But at the end of the day, Asuka knows exactly who I am. So there could be people out there that disagree and think that I don't deserve it. But I'm the one standing here with the Raw Women's Championship. And Asuka knew that I was going to be a challenge. And I know Asuka loves the challenge. So I was there to pretty much challenge her for it. <laughs> so you proved why you were so confident. We all saw it tonight. Congratulations. Enjoy your night. Thank you. Yeah. Go party with the band. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah. Congratulations go out to Rhea Ripley and uh, the band that performed. There was a band that performed over there at um, at the match. It was a band called uh, New Year's Day or New Year, uh, New Day Years or something like that. I think what that was the band's called. Uh, they performed uh, uh, Rhea Ripley's uh, entrance music as she came down the aisle at WrestleMania uh, on night two, which was pretty cool. So big congratulations go out to Rhea Ripley for winning the championship at WrestleMania. Now it's time for the final matchup, uh, the triple threat match that happened. Um, the triple threat match that happened between uh, Roman Reigns, Edge, 
and Daniel Bryan. Now, I wonder if we can, because uh, what I'm going to do right now is, uh, there were certain settings that I was hoping to get an opportunity to check out. Hopefully they may show it. They may not show it if I can see it here. No, I don't see it. Um, well, anyways, um, let me get into this if you don't mind. Um, the match with Edge, uh, actually, wait a minute. Mm, oh, this is, <laughs> that's a lot different. Uh, the matchup with Edge versus Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan, um, I think we can all agree that this match right here, uh, a lot of people have said this to me, that uh, I think it was better off having Edge versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. And the story is pretty clear when you think about it. Uh, you have someone like Edge who has been away from WrestleMania for many, many years. Uh, his last match was at WrestleMania 27. And then almost a week later, he had to, you know, he suffered the neck injury. He went ahead and retired. He had to relinquish the World Heavyweight title. And then all of a sudden in 2020, Edge comes back better than ever. And uh, he was out with an injury once again, but then he came right back and won the 2021 Royal Rumble and was on his way over to WrestleMania. He goes ahead and chooses Roman Reigns. But it doesn't end there. What happens next is Daniel Bryan. Now, and let's, and let's call it like we see it. Let's, let's call it like we see it right here. While others give you the smoke and mirrors treatments, I'm not going to give you any sort of smoke and mirrors treatments here. Uh, what happened, uh, how this triple threat match came about was quite simple. You had Roman Reigns, who was going to have a match with Edge. Roman Reigns had a matchup with um, Daniel Bryan. Everything didn't go out so well. Okay. And it turns out for for Roman Reigns, he goes ahead and he does what he has to do, right? He goes out, he takes out Daniel Bryan. That was it for him at Fastlane. And then Daniel Bryan has this insane idea where he wants to challenge Roman Reigns for the championship. And then he'll defeat Edge and then challenge Roman for the championship on night two and everything. And then it, end up, and then it ended up being a triple threat match. Now... We all saw it coming. We all saw it coming. And the thing is, um, I was I against this? Um, sort of, but not really. I mean, I kind of wanted it to happen either way possible. Uh, the thing I hate so much about these triple threat matches is that they all happen for a reason. They all come out the way they're supposed to come out. And, you know, it just happened the way it happened, right? So... Before you know it, you know, uh, we start seeing all these promos for Reg. We start seeing all these promos for uh, Daniel Bryan, and we all start seeing these promos for Roman Reigns. So now comes the match. Daniel Bryan comes out, and the crazy part about it, when you see the match, when you hear the match, there were fans that were chanting yes, but there were also several fans that were chanting no, which was good. Because it kind of gave me an idea, okay, we know who the fans really want. And then when Edge came out to his music, and Edge came out the way he did, Edge was the heavy favorite. He was the heavy favorite. The crowd was getting behind the Rated R Superstar as it needed to be. And then, 
Roman Reigns comes out, and I was kind of expecting a little bit of cheers, but it's the familiar booze that Roman Reigns is so used to, you know, listening to. So he knows what's up, and he understands it, and he knows how it goes now. So now becomes a, now comes a triple threat match at WrestleMania. Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns, and Edge. Winner becomes the Universal Champion. And as a, the, a, and I have to repeat the stupid comments that I've heard every single time. Roman Reigns doesn't have to be pinned to lose the championship. So it was a hard hitting match, and you know what? I'm gonna give you guys a little preview here, if you don't mind. Just kind of get this out of the. Uh, no, that's not it. Wait a minute. No, that's not it. <laughs> oh, my apologies. I thought that was going to be it. Um, no. Um, there was supposed to be... There, there's actually an exclusive right here that we can actually see, but apparently um, apparently that was a whole lot different from what I was looking at. Okay, here it is. Here it is. Here's, here's uh, what I'm looking for. So here's the matchup right here. This is going to be a small preview of what you're about to get. Roman Reigns versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan for the championship. Let's see if we can, um, okay, get into this if you don't mind. And here we go. And Roman taking his time. Setting Daniel Bryan up. Bryan can't even stand Corey. Simply inciting Roman Reigns. Raising the ire. Brian is up. Brian is through the table. Brian is done. Three competitors down, potentially out. Who wants it the most? Yeah, these guys are having a, a hard-hitting match uh, from head to toe. Um, you know, I was pulling... Uh, my, my winner was going to be either Edge or Roman Reigns. And the reason why I wanted to be either Edge or Roman Reigns is because... The, the idea, and no offense to Daniel Bryan, the idea of having another win for Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania is absolutely ridiculous. And let's call it like we see it. A lot of people don't want Daniel Bryan in this matchup. They really wanted Roman Reigns or Edge to win the match. And while the winner did end up being Roman, I mean, I, I still feel it should have been Edge, and that was one of those, one of those matches that you know, I saw as kind of like a mess up there, kind of like the way the championship matchup took place. I, I wanted Drew McIntyre to win the match, and it ended up being Bobby Lashley. I wanted uh, Natalia and Tamina to win the tag team titles, and it ended up being um, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. I wanted Roman Reigns, or I actually wanted Edge to win the Universal Championship, and it ended up being Roman Reigns. Uh, I wanted Edge or Roman Reigns to win the championship, ended up being Roman Reigns, and well, there's really, there's really nothing else to say at this point. You know, it's just nuts that it happened the way it happened. Uh, some fans liked it. Some fans didn't. So, you know, call it, call it what you will. 
He is still the head of the table. He is still the tribal chief. Roman Reigns is still the universal champion. And unfortunately, we're just all going to have to live with it. The question was really stupid, to be honest with you. I say you make a declarative statement and say anything that you want to say, because what they're asking is none of their business. What you think was going to happen? Y'all calling me a liar? I told you on Friday. I'm going to smash them. I'm going to stack them. I'm going to pin them one, two, three. I'm going to stand up, put this over my head. Let them look up to a greater man. Million dollars of pyro, pow, pow, pow. Just like I called it, huh? And still. Now it's time. Paul, what time is it? What time is it? It's Roman Reigns' time. That's what time it is. It is time for the tribal chief. It is time for the end-all, be-all. It is time for the sun on which the entire WWE Universe revolves around. It is time for the reigning, defending, undisputed, uncontroverted WWE Universal Heavyweight Champion, Roman Reigns. Well, we all must acknowledge that Roman Reigns is the tribal chief. He is the head of the table. He is the universal universal champion. He defeated Edge and um he defeated Edge and Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. Uh there is um there's one factor that we got to bring up. Let me see if I can um There was one thing I wanted to show. Uh, there's one thing that I forgot to mention. Uh, Jimmy Uso apparently played a major role in the match. Uh, yes, he did. And um, he played a major role so well that... Um, okay. He played a major role so big in the match that... Uh, well, he interfered in the matchup about not once but twice, and it kind of sucks, you know. And what do you say? What do you do? Well, all I know is that's going to do it for night one of WrestleMania. Now, well, night two of WrestleMania. Well, guys, we're done with night one yesterday, and we're done with night two today. So we're down to just one episode. WrestleMania week is almost over. So on the next episode, just to give you guys a heads up, Monday Night Raw, we're going to talk about the night after WrestleMania. We're going to see what happens and just give you a little bit of a preview. And I think I'm going to save this for everybody. I'm going to talk about Monday Night Raw, the night after WrestleMania. I'm going to talk about NXT and what took place over there. And as a matter of fact, I'm also going to talk about Friday Night SmackDown as it takes place this coming Friday. So, to give you guys an idea of what's about to happen, and I thought I'd save this one for last, the next episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast WrestleMania Week will all be about the aftermath of WrestleMania. Well, the aftermath, pretty much. What What's going to happen on Monday Night Raw, the night after WrestleMania? What's going to happen at NXT when it's now on Tuesday nights? What's going to happen on Friday Night SmackDown? What new faces are coming to the WWE? What old faces are coming to the WWE? What's going to happen to the Universal Championship match? What's going to happen to the WWE Championship match? 
There's a lot of questions that need to be answered. And the main event will find a way to give you all those answers and so much more. And what an exhausting week it's been, right? We went from NXT TakeOver Night 1 and 2, Hall of Fame Induction Ceremony, Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, and then we did Night 1 and Night 2 of WrestleMania. How amazing is that, huh? And I'm still exhausted, but I gotta tell you guys, I got enough to do one more episode. And that episode will be released this Friday, immediately after Friday Night Smackdown. So, as of right now, we're done with the show, but WrestleMania Week continues this coming Friday. I'm not afraid.